In this episode, we continue my conversation with Devin Brooks. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When we last spoke with Devin Brooks, she had just laid out for us some of the reasons that coaching doesn't really work. And the message might sound familiar. I've talked about on this show how personal development doesn't really work and how a major issue is the fact that the people who need it most typically don't have access. It's very much an industry built for the privileged, the people who can operate and the people who know that that system even exists. And as it turns out, Devin has seen some of the same problems when it comes to coaching as well. It's an insider's club. If you're in the know, you're in the know and you can reap the benefits. But if you're not, if you don't have the access or the connections or the money, then you're not able to get those benefits. And this gives the people who can utilize it a massive advantage. So in this episode, we continue this line of thinking. She shares more from her perspective of the coaching industry and what is going wrong, as well as, of course, what can be done about it. She also talks about the differences between therapy and coaching and when you should be using which. So if that sounds interesting to you, you're going to love this episode. But before we jump into it, let's get a quick word from our sponsors. Hello, my name is Devin, and I currently make about $4,000 a month playing video games. My name is Matt, and I make a couple hundred bucks a month writing articles on Medium.com. Barney Cimbola from Baltimore, Maryland, make about $1,000 a day. The end of the weekend, we have a net profit of three grand. It was doubling my income from my nine to five job, and I said, I gotta quit. We are furniture flippers and on average make three to four thousand dollars a month. Four months was able to actually double my salary. Three and a half thousand dollars a day. I was able to make a thousand dollars one day. I was afraid to stay where I was. We did ninety thousand dollars. Success leaves clues. Real people are making real money outside of traditional jobs. The side hustle show shares their stories and the realistic actions you can take to start building your own extra income streams. Follow the Side Hustle Show on Spotify, SideHustleNation.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So Devin, in our last episode, you 
uh, you, you ended by talking about how coaching is this incredibly important thing, but to your point, ridiculously exclusive, um, and exclusionary. And I have to say like, this is really touching on something that my listeners know, like I get very frustrated by, um, and, and I, I tend to speak about the larger personal development industry, but I think coaching in many ways is the, the way that this ends up sort of showing up. It seems to really be for that person who's going to be fine anyway. Um, like bet between the, the cost of it and the, the time commitment required and all of these things that really make it so that the person who truly needs it in order to move forward in, in certain areas of their lives, mm. maybe isn't the person who's actually paying for it and able to pay for it. It sounds like that's a problem you've noticed as well and are trying to tackle with sphere. Could you talk us through that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. I, I really, um, your perspective and feeling around this resonates with me. Um, the way that I think about coaching is sort of as though there's reactive care and let's call that counseling, therapy, psychotherapy. So we're waiting um, until there is a, an issue or a diagnosable problem and then we are needing to reverse engineer it to get us back to neutral, to zero. And then there is proactive growth and well-being. And let's say in this wheelhouse, there is meditation, breath work, yoga, coaching. So there's all these tools. And in that wheelhouse, we're toggling between one and 10, you know? So what it is, is about giving us the, um, the tools and the, let's even say the like spiritual arsenal to be able to be fully supported in the plethora of challenges and moments where we get in our own way. And, you know, it makes me think about um, the amygdala and this idea of fight or flight. Well, it's not just reserved to um, high trauma situations or um, life or death scenarios like last week when I ran into a grizzly bear in the woods, but that's another story. <laughs> Holy shit. We can, we can backtrack later. <laughs> but, but actually, you know, a very real thing that happens where we, without invitation um, from ourselves, um, our brain moves into our amygdala, into a state where all of these hormones are being released into our system, where now we're no longer in our window of um, grounded, rational thinking. And it is very difficult to make decisions we're proud of that feel in integrity and aligned with our purpose when we're operating from that space of, of high cortisol. Um, or adrenal fatigue. And, you know, I raise that because we are right now in this moment dealing with the most generally stressed, generally anxious generation we've ever known. And, you know, we're not running into grizzly bears every day. And we're not always talking about, um, you know, really intense trauma. We're talking about, you know, a state a, that our resting state as a population is one of like high ad adrenal function. 
um, or adrenal overdrive. And that means that we need all the tools, all these things, the, the meditation, the yoga, the breath work, the coaching to be able to um, connect with and be in service of our highest good. And if, if that is the point of being a person on this planet, then we should have all the tools and resources we need to, to optimize that. Take me back to your first experience with a coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, um, I've utilized all of these tools since I was 20 years old, when I started that business, Blow Blow Dry Bar with my partners, um, I was in a very critical moment of my early adolescence. So I was a new entrepreneur in a leadership position responsible for caring for and supporting the growth of a team that spanned a country or two <laughs> eventually. And I was also going through um, two simultaneous court cases. So I, uh, heading into college, I was raped by somebody that mm. I knew at 18 years old. And the summer after I had opened our very first location, um, I was in a different place years later in London, England, and a man forced his way into my home and attacked me at knife point for eight hours. I was in a very important, critical moment in my life while I was also extremely um, responsible for a lot of things and a lot of people. And yeah. I leaned on all the tools, you name it, I was doing it. Rapid eye movement, therapy, um, you know, <laughs> trying to affect my beta frequency with electromagnetic waves utilizing coaching, going to hot yoga, every, I leaned on everything. And it really did take all the tools to be able to make sure that even, even when I was going through um, a time that was extremely strenuous on my mind, body, and spirit, I was able to still show up in spaces and like occupy my skin. <laughs> And, yeah. and be in the present moment. And it did take all of those tools and support systems. So I know them well and um, appreciate them all and, and leaned on them heavily to support myself as a young leader, lean on coaching heavily um, to, to be able to show up in conversation with people 15, 20, 25 years older than me as a 21 year old entrepreneur and have the vocabulary, the emotional vocabulary, and, 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 and the perspective to be able to know to ask the, the right question at the right moment that would support that person in coming to an answer in a way um, that was collaborative, right? Because coaching isn't about me having the answers for you. It's about, it's mm -hmm. about working together as a guide so that we can help you get to those answers for yourself, because that's where we have um, such incredible progress. Yeah. And so on, on that note, um, what was your favorite experience as a coach, sort of being on that other side of the table and being able to provide that support? Obviously, you know, client 
privilege, but whatever you're willing to share. Yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, as I left Blow Blow Dry Bar and entered my work as a coach, um, I was inundated with with young emergent entrepreneurs and emergent leaders who were, you know, highly creative or highly conceptual, um, or the opposite, highly analytical and lacking conceptual thinking and lacking creativity or creative thinking, um, and and seeing such an appetite for this idea of um, of personal improvement and 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 an understanding that this all happens on a continuum, right? Like the same way that we go to the gym and we don't expect to build muscle in a day. We know that we gotta go to the gym, we gotta break down that muscle to build it up. And what does it take? Consistency. All growth takes consistency. And so, you know, I get the most jazzed up when I think about those formative experiences with young leaders who were utilizing coaching for the first time and starting to see it yield results in their lives that went beyond their intended outcome, right? Where they started to see it yield positive outcomes, not only in their business, but in their personal intimate relationships, in the way that they were showing up as a leader in their community what then they went on to do because they were closer to their core values, what then they went on to do because now they're working from and operating in their purpose. Like those, when you see people enter into that space and state and create from there, that is the most fulfilling part of being a coach. It's it's why you go do what you do every day. When you watch people have those like breakthroughs, session after mm-hmm. session after session. Is it always obvious to the client that things are changing for them? Because like, for example, if you hire a a trainer at the gym, like, yeah, it's going to take a few weeks, but eventually you're going to see a change in your physique. Like there is this uh, unavoidable shift that you have to take notice of Mm -hmm. when it comes to mindset and, and just sort of the way you think about the world, the way you approach issues. Is that always noticeable to the client or if not, how do you help them notice it? Oh, where do you look? <laughs> where do you look in your life for evidence that you're making progress? You look at the the quality of your relationships. You look at the quality of your communication. You look at the, um, the way you experience time differently. That, that is the number one thing that I hear, the number one, and I will say it is an excuse an excuse to not use coaching is I have no time. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You get time by making time. Mm-hmm. Make the time. You want it? You want it? Make the time. You know, that's it's it's that simple. And it will be an excuse until you say it's not going to be an excuse anymore. And the only difference is you stopped saying you didn't have time and you started making the time you will start to experience time differently. It's something that we hear most often at Sphere with um, people who are experiencing coaching. So that's it for this part of my conversation with Devin Brooks. Be sure to tune into the next episode where we conclude this conversation and Devin shares more about her new company, Sphere, and how it's going to change coaching as we know it. 
If you want to connect with Devin, the links to her company's website as well as her personal Instagram are in the description of this episode. As always, if you're listening to this right now, consider watching it. Head over to YouTube to connect with me directly. Leave a comment, share your thoughts with the community. The link to that is in the description as well. Thank you so much for being here. I've been Greg Clunas, and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.